And I want to get to a point where I can help out my mum, stuff like that. But I yeah. also just wanted to, it was more just to keep my mind off things. You know, I didn't really take it seriously at the start, but, you know, it got to a point where I was like, okay, you know, I'm doing quite well, you know, I need to carry on. Three, two, and one. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Broken Media Podcast. On this week, I am joined with Mo, the personal shopper. He's 15 years old. He's an entrepreneur juggling school and religion on top of that. He's got over a 1,000 followers on his Instagram page, at Crep Connoisseur. Mo, how are we? I'm all right. How are you, mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. So um, I just want to ask you a few questions today, figure out you know, how you're running it all. As I said in the intro, you're an entrepreneur juggling school and religion as well. So I want to go over them different things. Um, but to start, I want to talk with a business. So explain to us what a personal shopper is. Yeah. So basically a personal shopper is someone that will, um, source any items really, mostly exclusive items in a quite a short period of time and resell them on for a little bit of profit. Right. So you've got this account with over a thousand followers now. You've managed to grow it to quite a large number, which is quite impressive, um, at such a young age as well. But I want to know what was the inspiration behind starting the account? Yeah, so purely it was just, you know, I've always had an interest for shoes and, you know, clothes. And um, I kind of just got to a point in my life where I was like, right, I want to start making money. Obviously, you know, I had a role model who was my dad, you know, did business himself. And they almost thought, you know, if I'm into, you know, sneakers and I'm into business, you know, why don't I start selling? So, you know, set up the page and yeah, we're at this point now. So the startup, I was about to ask about the startup, but was it literally just starting the page and then looking for shoes, clothes, stuff like this? Yeah, bro, pretty much it was like, so we started off, obviously we made our logo, um, everything, made our brand name. And it was a long process, obviously, because, you know, before getting into reselling, you need to know what you're doing. Yeah. It took a couple of months um, till we got to a point and yeah. Good, cool, cool. Um. So how long, you talked about the process and that it took a couple yeah. of months. Um, so where did you get up to within them months? What was the process like? Um, we had to source these things. Where's, where did you sort of source them from? Uh, how long yeah. did it take? Um, and was there any bumps in the way? Yeah, 100%. There was a lot of bumps. Um, so where I sourced my items from, pretty much, you know, places like Facebook, Depot, eBay, you know, just with the public, um, so that so that's how we started. There was a lot of bumps, obviously, you know, early on into my reselling career. Um, I didn't know much, you know, I felt like I rushed in. Obviously, I was scammed quite a couple of times, not yeah. knowing what I was doing. So, you know, that was a big, you know, setback. I almost thought, you know, so if I'm getting scammed all the time, I'm losing all this amount of money, you know, why should I really be uh, carrying on? Yep. And I thought, I'm, really, I'm just losing money. Yeah. But, you know, we soldiered through and... Um, now we are obviously a couple took a couple months but you know it paid off good um so you talked about just then you talked about getting scammed and losing a lot of money yeah, where did yeah. you get the uh, funds in the first place to start up where did you get the funds to buy all the yeah, items so, yeah so um it was mainly just you know family stuff like that you know just from birthday money uh obviously you know different occasions just collecting little bits of money and uh you know i got to a point obviously i had enough where i could start buying you know a couple pairs what i thought i could do but obviously, you know, ended up getting scammed. And that's mm. why I was just like, you know, I've saved up all this money to, you know, what gets scammed. It's a bit of a annoying one, but, um, yeah. you know, it happens. So did you get scammed right from the get-go, right from the start? You got scammed yeah. and it was kind of a rebuild process from there. 
yeah, pretty much. It was in the first couple of weeks. Um, it, you know what? It sounds stupid, but I'll just tell you. So, um, obviously, I met a guy through Snapchat. Yeah. And um, obviously, you know, I didn't know a lot about reselling. And that's the biggest place that I regret, you know, not um, learning enough, not researching enough. Because, you know, when that happened, obviously, I did, you know, I trusted him. I thought, yeah, this guy, you know, he's legit. And obviously, paid him his money and um, yep. yeah, never got my product. So. Was this in person? Did you meet up with him in person? And no, 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 I money? didn't meet him in person. Right. So, yeah, it, it, it sounds very stupid, but, you know, it's a learning mistake. Nah, it happens to the best of us. happens to the best yeah, of us. It yeah. comes to the risk of the business. Um, yeah. So... Where did the most progress come from? I want to know how you got from zero to a thousand in this sort of period of time. Was it shout outs? Was it yeah. your advertising skills? Was it customer feedback, which promoted more yeah. people to buy it? Which was the biggest thing in your opinion that grew the account? Yeah, you know what? Um, a lot of it came from shout outs. I was messaging anyone and everyone that I could find on Insta, you know, yeah. telling them, look, can you shout us out? Most people would, you know, would air it or something like that. But, you know, you get the handful of people that would shout you out. So, you know, a lot of them came from there. You know, I had a lot of family and friends. Um, I know quite a few people, you know, musicians, influencers, stuff like that. So, you know, they helped out really big. Good. And um, that's just how it worked. Good. Uh, so just then you mentioned family and friends. Uh, I want to talk about your friends a little bit. I want to talk about your family yeah. as well. We'll get more into the friendship circle uh, in, a, in a little bit. But for now, uh, what do your friends think of it? And do you, do you see less of them because of it? Like, are you so busy that you don't see your mates? Or how's it work with balancing all that? Yeah, so my friends were very supportive of it, you know, straight from the start. And they were always supportive, you know, believed in me. And that was the main thing, you know, it strived me on. Obviously, you know, when you're in business and, you know, you're putting all your effort into it, that's the main thing. So I was seeing my friends very, you know, little. Um, I don't really see them much, but, you know, get time to catch up because, you know what, I still think they're important. You know, they're yeah. very important to me. So always make time for them. Would you, what would you say your balance is between work and relationships? Where does that fall in? Uh, you know what? It's I, I find it that, you know, friends, they're always going to be in front. Um, you know, you, you've got boundaries to your business. And, you know, I'd never, you know, rely just solely on my business and, you know, kind of neglect all my friends. Yeah. Um, I just keep that balance and I make sure that I've always got a balance. Yeah, that's good. That's positive. Um, previously when I was asking a few questions about the startup, you, you ended up saying we, is that just a force of habit? Is it you alone in the business or do you have other people doing this as well? Um, yeah, so I've got one more partner, you know, shout out Imad, obviously, you know, he's helped out big time. Um, so yeah, it's just me and him, you know, we started from the start and, um, you know, me and him have built a really close, you know, partnership and because of that, it's helped the business much more. Mm. So having this i'm assuming this was your friend before yeah so obviously i'm on the podcast with a co-host who is my friend as well and sometimes business can get in the way of friendship and friendship can get in the way of business if you disagree on something within the yeah, business yeah, that can cause a, a friendship problem and vice versa if you have an argument or something then it's hard to do business how have you found yeah. balancing the two and working with your friend regardless of what goes on outside um yeah you know when you're in a partnership with a friend you know it's always you're always going to have your you know little arguments about you know business because you both want the best for it but you know you've just got to think look you know we both want the best for this business yeah so you know we can work together and you know fix it and that's the main thing for me positive outlook good um so moving slightly away from friends for a little second um yeah. i want to talk about relationships relationship with females males whatever you're into um yeah. 
Do you find being in a relationship is more or less motivating and can it be distracting from your experience or, or your opinion if you've not had experience? Well, I, I, I'll be honest, I've not experienced, obviously, you know, I'm still young. So, um, yeah. yeah, I've not experienced a relationship. But, you know, I just think it depends, to be honest. You know, if you've got someone that's, you know, supportive, then, you know, it, it can help. But, you know, not everyone's lucky enough to have someone that's supportive by their side. So, um, yeah. you know, it just happens. Okay. Um, just then you mentioned, as you say, you're quite young. Um, I want yeah. to intertwine this with family as well. Being so yeah. young, not even many people have a job at the age of 15. Um, mm. But when you turn around to your family, you say, listen, I want to do, a, I want to be a personal shopper. I want to resell items. I want to yeah. buy these items of random people on the internet and resell them for more. What was your family's reaction? Um, especially like intertwine that with your age and obviously a 15 yeah. year old kid saying that. Yeah. So it, they, they were supportive of it. You know, they were always supportive about it. Um, even if they think it might, you know, not go well. I've, yep. I've done a couple of businesses before this and, you know, they haven't done well, but they've still been supportive. They've right. still been there for me and they've, they've helped me out. You know, if I needed a little bit of money to, you know, start up, they were there. They were the first people that did that. So, um, you know, yeah, that's just, it was perfect. To be that's honest. really positive and that's really lucky as well. You should be grateful that your yeah, parents yeah. have that kind of, yeah, 100%. kind of motivation behind you. So you said you have businesses before. I wasn't going to ask anything about that, but you mentioned that you had businesses before. What were yeah. they? How did they link to your journey? How do you think they affected you now? So, um, you know, from young, from primary school, I was just there selling even sweets. But I think it's how every, you know, kid starts out. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, selling the odd yeah, Lucas Aid. Just, yeah, yeah, Lucas Aid in your Kinder Bueno. That's yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, how it yeah. started. Um, so that's how I started. Um, and then I got into a little bit of more stuff, but, you know, it was, it never really went well. Um, so, but now I think I've found the thing that's, you know, right for me and i'm just going to stick to it now so so when you say businesses it's always been selling something that's yeah. been your motivation it's been selling yeah, selling yeah. onwards yeah always, always been a salesman you can tell how i speak yeah 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 i can actually um yeah. so i want to link it to religion now uh, i want you to explain your religion and explain the importance yeah. of it has on your daily life and how you balance that with the business yeah so i'm muslim um obviously you know in our religion praying five times a day um and for me, you know, I believe that my religion is the most important thing because, you know, for me, my God, obviously, I, I have the most belief in. Uh, if my God wants to take something away from me, you know, he's got the power to do that. If he wants to give me, you know, more success, then, you know, it's all up to him. And uh, yeah. it, it, it's the most important thing. And, you know, I prioritize that over everything. That's important. That's important. Do you feel like it uh, gives you more direction uh, when, yeah. you, when you're lost yeah. in the business and when you get a bit of a down day, you, you look up to him and sort of have that as a guiding path yeah 100 percent. and i feel like uh i want to be at a point where i'm not turning to my god just because i'm in a bad situation and mm. um, i want to be you know turning to god even when i'm on the ups yeah because you you know a lot of people will you know be at the best point of their life and they won't turn to god mm. and that that's where you know you lose it a little bit so you've just got to be grateful. You know, if you believe in, obviously, God, then you've got to be grateful for God at all times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you feel like the dedication you have to religion has reflected on your business and given you more dedication and drive in business due to the dedication you had for your religion? Yeah. Um, you know, when you're prioritizing something, you know, when you're going at something hard and, you know, you're motivated to do well in something, even outside of religion, it all intertwines into, you know, different things like business, even, you know, if you're, if you're a sportsman, an mm. athlete, um, if you're, you know, consistently, like obviously in my religion, you know, you've got to pray five times a day. 
So getting into that routine, you know, with things like school, you're in a routine already. Yeah. Um, you know, and it just links perfectly for me. Good, good. Um, so something interesting that I want to ask, which you might not, I might be wrong in saying this, but how do you yeah. handle staying ethical while doing business? Because reselling can almost be seen as a quote unquote scam because you're charging people yeah, more yeah. money for something that they could get for cheaper. Um, mm. That isn't my personal opinion, but it can be seen yeah. as that. So how do you, I, I say handle, but is it, is, do you feel like it's unethical to be selling it for more money or do you feel like it's strictly business? Well, um, you know what, even a lot of products, I, even as a reseller, I see it myself and I think no way would I spend that amount of money on mm. a product. But, um, you know, the supply and demand for these kind of products is very high. So you've got to understand that, you know, making a big amount of profit off an item, you know, if, if, if every single item was sat in a store, no one would be making money off it. There yeah. wouldn't be a high supply and demand because everyone would be able to get it. So you've price, got to yeah. understand the fact that if you can't get it, you need to be willing to pay a little yeah. bit over it. And being ethical, you know, if I wanted, you know, for some of the products that I've had in my hand, I could, you know, charge a massive profit i could yeah. you know charge 200 300 pounds profit but you know being ethical and you know even linking to my religion you know i'm not gonna sit there and you know if i have a customer i'm not gonna say you know what i'm gonna charge you 200 pounds profit you know i'm gonna charge you 200 pounds above mm. retail you know i'm being ethical i'm being understandable maybe 60 70 pounds or even less to be honest and that's just yeah. how it works yeah that's fair okay so throwing it back to your friendship cir circle slightly yeah. i've seen them you know floating around the studio that you're in at the moment um, yeah. I kind of want to understand what your friends like because at, at your age they're all turning into the people that they want to be and sort of developing yeah. themselves what are they like compared to you you're obviously business minded um, mm. quite motivated are they the same are they more sit back and wait for it to happen themselves are they 9-5 route explain yeah so I've got you know quite a range of friends you know I've got a lot of, you know I've got some well, a handful of friends that you know are on the same path as me pretty much you know very motivated to be well um, in different ways, you know, some barbers, footballers, you know, you name it, but they're still, you know, it helps um, being with people around you. And then, you know, you, I know a lot of people that are, you know, a route that, you know, I'd expect them, you know, to come off it, but, um, you know, it happens. People, and I think at our age, you know, my generation, a lot of people are almost learning, you know, the, especially like crime and, you know, knife rate and stuff mm. like that, you know, it's through the roof. Um, yep. But, you know, I think at this age, you're just, you know, adapting and, um, hopefully if, if you know you give them some time and they'll become the people that you know they really are yeah i i agree and i want to uh, delve into the knife crime delve into the gangs a little yeah. bit in the uh, future um do you feel like this generation this is kind of, kind of an off question but do you feel like this yeah. generation is more motivated than the old, older generations or less motivated that is a tough question to be honest um i don't know i think it depends i think there's I think, you know, now there's a lot more opportunities for my generation to mm. do so well. And, mm. um, you know, back in, you know, the older generations, you know, people weren't given the opportunities that we're given. Yep. So, you know, in, in my opinion, I think, you know, my generation should be more motivated. They should be striving mm. to do better. Yep. But, you know, that's up to them. If they've got that mindset, then they've got that mindset. I agree with that. I've, I've noticed, so my generation at the moment, I would say, is actually less motivated purely because of social yeah. media and how lazy it can make you um, mm. just because of the constant scrolling, the constant repetition of 100%. ease. Um, but I feel like even younger than me, your age, 15, uh, 14, yeah. 15, coming up, they've kind of been forced into the social media business side of it it's not scrolling anymore yeah, yeah. it's scrolling and trying to capitalize on what they see um which is important yeah. it's what you're doing which is is really good from your age um 
So you mentioned you like to keep your friends out of trouble. Um, what type of trouble and why do you think working is the way to keep them out of it? Well, um, you know, there's all there's all sorts of trouble. You know, some some people, you know, just don't have that background. Um, you know, they don't they don't have the upbringing that a lot of people were given. And um, as you know, harsh as it is, mm. they get into you know things that they shouldn't get into, um, mm. and they almost you know a lot of people say they're forced into it. Yeah. Now, I believe that you do, you know, you, you have your will, you know, yeah. you want to get into it, you want to get into it, you'll learn, you know, the consequences yeah. um, sooner or later, but, you know, it, some people are brought into it, you know, if it runs through family, etc., then it, it is hard to get out of it. Mm. Um, for me, working is a way to get out of it because, it, you know, working just keeps you motivated all the time. Yeah. You know, I know a lot of people that will be going out and they'll be getting up to mischief. And, you know, I kind of just stay away from that only because, you know, I know that I've got more things on me, um, you know, that I'm, you know, onto that are bigger. And working almost, you know, gives me that, like, you know, I can't go out, I'm doing this. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm. and I've always got something to do. Yeah. So, you know, I, I might be looking at products to buy or I might be, you know, advertising, networking. Um, so that's the main thing. Yeah. You mentioned in the message that you sent me to try to get on the podcast, you said yeah. that you could have gone down the same path as your friends, which I'm assuming is yeah. this almost crime route. Um, yeah. How did you veer off? How did you avoid that? Well, for me, thankfully, you know, my family, um, my upbringing, you know, I've had a you know, stable upbringing and, you know, my family were there for me. Um, you know, they almost set that path for me to go straight down. You know, my dad, obviously, you know, doing business, um, you know, he he was like a role model for me. Mm. You know, my brother went down a path, you know, um, education, you know, did really well. So, you know, for me, it was just looking up to them and thinking, yeah, you know what, I want to be like them. Yeah. However I get there, I just want to be like them. And um, I think I was just, I was just, I, I don't want to blow my own trumpet, but I think I was just smart about it. And I knew, like, mm. I don't want to be doing that. Um, and, you know, thankfully it worked out. Yeah, definitely. I can agree. Um in the whole way you feel like you don't want to blow your own trumpet but i do yeah. understand how um you do have to be disciplined to be able to go into a path like that yeah. uh, straight away uh, speaking about the motivation speaking about being motivated i want to know what motivates you specifically uh, you talked about the role, mo role models but is there anything other than role models that motivates you um to be honest what motivates me is probably myself um you know i feel like i just want to be the best version of myself but also you know obviously people like my mom uh, you know, she she worked extremely hard, you know, to get me to a point in my life where I am. Yeah. And for that, you know, I can't thank her enough. So, you know, people like my mum, I also look up to. Yeah. Um. So it's definitely role models that motivates you. I want to motivation yeah. is only when you're on a high, when you're on a good streak, when you're enjoying what you're doing, so on and so forth. But what what yeah. pushes you when you're on the lows, when you're on the downtime, when you're on the uh, you don't feel motivated anymore, and you have to kick in that discipline? What does kick in that discipline for you? Well, I'll tell you one quote, um, and it always sticks by me is, you know, when you're on a low and you don't want to do something, remember why you started. Yeah. Um, you know, what, as soon as you remember why you started, if you really want it, you'll go and you'll get it again because yeah. that's, you know, that's the way it goes. Yeah. And talking about why you started, was it the lifestyle? Was it the money? Was it the, what, what part of that was the ideal thing for you? You know, I don't think it was the money. Obviously, you know, money pay, plays a big part. Everyone wants to have a lot of money. You know, they want to be um, like that. But um, it was almost just 
I just wanted to have a little bit of money on the side, you know, mm. help out. And I want to get to a point where I can help out my mum, stuff like that. But I yeah. also just wanted to, it was more just to keep my mind off things. You know, I didn't really take it seriously at the start, but, you know, it got to a point where I was like, okay, you know, I'm doing quite well, you know, I need to carry on. Yeah, so it was a more, it was a more, uh, as you were saying, taking you off that path, you were getting in a proper direction and then you decided, okay, now this is going all right. I've, I've taken my mind off things, but now this is going okay. I'm going to continue and put the discipline and the yeah. work and the motivation into one place, which is your reselling business. Yeah. Um, what wakes you up every single morning? What is it? Um, the, the thought that, you know, I want to do what I couldn't do yesterday. Mm. Um, you know, there's everyone will look back when they get in their bed and think, you know, I should have done this today. I should have done that. And that's the reason why, you know, I wake up in the morning because I want to achieve everything that, you know, I, I've got in mind and anything better. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, I, I've only got a few more questions, but this has been really, really positive. I've learned a yeah. lot about the business, a lot about the startup, a lot about your relationships and how you balance them. Um, what inspires you? So you talked about what wakes you up in the morning and you want to do the day before. Yeah. Is that the same thing that inspires you to do more? Yeah, pretty much. You know, I, I've got that picture in my head, you know, in 10, 15 years, where I want to be. Mm. And um, that inspires me because I don't want to be lazy. Um, you know, I just want to go for it and get it done with because I know when I look back, I'll think, right, you know what, all those days where I woke up early, um, all those days where I pushed myself where I was at a low, and mm. um, you know, it paid off. Yep. Okay, listen, this has been a really, really good interview. I think I've got a lot from you. Um, I can tell by the way you speak, you're motivated, you're disciplined, you're on a good path, and I think you're going to do yeah. really, really well in the future. Um, nice. But, you know, feel free now to shout anyone out, promote anything, you know, anything you want to do. Yeah, I just want to, you know, I, I just want to shout out absolutely everyone that's supported. Um, you know, I couldn't have, I can't thank everyone else more. Obviously, you know, I want to um, shout out to my uncle who recently passed away. Mm. Um, you know, he was he was always supportive for me, always, you know, helped you know, when he could. Um, and that was, you know, he, he was a big loss, knocked me off my feet. But, you know, we're back on and, you know, I'm trying to make him proud. Um, you know, shout out to my mum. Obviously, you know, she's done a heck of a lot for me and yep. I can't thank her enough. And, um, yeah, just that's it. Perfect. Listen, mate. I can tell you're going to go places. Um, I think Thanks. this is going to get a lot of views and I think this is going to get a lot of traction and I reckon you'll be asked Thank on for me. a part two because it was a really good interview. Um, yeah, appreciate your time, bro. Yeah, you too. Thanks. Enjoy, bro. See ya. See ya. Well, what an episode. You can see Mo on Instagram at Crep Connoisseur. I'll put the tagline on screen now. Um, he has a reselling business. I've looked at his stuff and it's actually quite decent. Yeah, Mo was really good to talk to. I feel like I learned a lot. I feel like I understood the younger generation a little bit more. 15-year-old entrepreneur from Manchester juggling school and religion with a thousand followers on Instagram at Connoisseur. I appreciate you watching. I'll see you in the next one. Bye.